Inside Fashion Marketing, the podcast that gives you the tools you need to build your brand, grow your business, and connect to customers on Zalando. Snackable inspiration for fashion, beauty, and lifestyle brands. By Zalando Marketing Services, Zalando's 360-degree marketing unit. Hello, hello. Welcome, dear listeners. Great to have you on this show. I'm Andreas Antrop. I'm the SVP of Partner Services at Zalando and Managing Director of Zalando Marketing Services, helping connect fashion, lifestyle and beauty brands and retailers to consumers all over Europe. This past June, we launched an exclusive campaign between Zalando and Crocs called The Classic Crush. This was a Z Plus campaign, meaning that Z Plus customers who've signed up for early access and premium shipping were able to shop the collection before anyone else. It was also our first ever exclusive for Crocs and Zalando. Exciting stuff. Here to talk to me about the campaign and about Crocs' approach to branding are David Espinelli, Etail Digital Marketing Manager EMEA, and Priscilla Tran, Key Account Executive, both at Crocs. So, David and Priscilla, Crocs has really taken off in the last few years. Share a secret, do you own a pair? And if so, have you always been a fan of Crocs? Or you needed some persuasion after joining the company? First of all, thanks for having us. And to answer your question, Crocs is definitely a love or hate it brand. There's no neutrality when it comes to Crocs uh, because the product evokes just a visceral response from anyone. But I will confess, I've been on both sides of the fence up until I joined the company in recent years. I was always part of the, I would never be caught dead wearing Crocs team. Um, but I wasn't immune to all the smart marketing efforts and the celebrity endorsements that Crocs has, you know, really successfully done in the past couple of years. So long story short, I now have about eight pairs and counting. Hello, everyone, and thanks for having us. Uh, this is a really great question. And to be honest, the first time I saw a pair of Crocs was, I think, when I was a kid in elementary school. And I think my dad was wearing them. And I was really, you know, like amazed on how those Crocs were so comfortable. And as growing up, as Priscilla mentioned before, I have also been on both sides on the fence. So love it or hate it, you know. And right now, I think I only have a few pairs at home, uh, especially the winter ones, since I'm a cold person. I'm more like a summer person so to keep you know your feet warm in the coldest temperature as we have in the netherlands of course okay well i have to say this fun to hear and it's interesting to hear much like the brand story and i wonder could you fill in our listeners on the history of the brand not sure everyone is familiar and it's it's a good one to know yeah so to give you a short summation crocs was actually founded in 2002 about 20 years ago And it was actually originally developed as a boating shoe. So the name itself, Crocs, was inspired by, yes, the crocodile, um, which is a species that thrives in both land and sea, just like a croc shoe. So the company found immediate success um, in the boating community and shortly after was able to develop what we now know as our classic iconic clog, which is composed of our patented material, Crosslight. Um, and over the next few years, the classic clog quickly found its way from American households to global households and now is one of the most recognizable shoes in the world. One of the features that makes it the Crocs classic clog, say that five times fast, um, so iconic is that each single clog has 13 holes on top, a total of 26 holes per pair. So while their inception was solely based on functional purpose, as in ventilation and breathability, they now serve a greater purpose as well, uh, which is a vehicle for gibbets. 
Ah, I think you have to tell us a bit about gibbets. Yes. So for everyone who is listening and that's not familiar with gibbets, they're a fun decorative charms that you can personalize your crocs with. So you can mix and match the gibbets that interest you, whether it's, you know, food like sushi or colorful jewels or your favorite pop culture icons like friends, for example, you can plug those gibbets into the holes of your Crocs um, as a means of self-expression. And this is one of the reasons why the journey of Crocs hasn't been a linear one. The brand has always found some way to evolve and push the envelope in terms of innovation. So what started as being, you know, just a functional boating shoe grew to became a household name, staple item. Then in the early aughts, the most laughable and perhaps divisive footwear trend in the world and to now in recent years where the brand has really found a resurgence within this younger future generation of change makers. Um, so it's really exciting to see how much love the brand is getting from people from all walks of life because, you know, the Crocs motto is come as you are. So it's a message that we try to convey in everything we do. And it's just great to see that our customers are fully embracing that um, on all platforms. Fascinating stuff. Now, um, I believe there's one burning question for our listeners, which is, how long has Crocs been collaborating with Zalando and ZMS? And uh, how would you say the relationship has benefited Crocs as a brand? Unfortunately, I wasn't working yet for Crocs when the relationship was born between the two brands. However, the Crocs and ZMS partnership began almost four years ago. We knew since the beginning that in order to attract new audiences to the Crocs band within Europe, we need to do more and focusing on a full funnel strategy approach. And ZMS, of course, was our answer. Uh, throughout these years, we always wanted to be the leader in terms of innovation. We always want to try the new media capabilities that MS was offering to us to win the competition in the market, to really stand out and put the Crocs brand out there as a strong brand as it is. And just to add to what Davida already said, uh, while Crocs has a strong global footprint, there's still so much momentum to be gained and captured in the European market. So this partnership with ZMS is just a great bridge for that consumer. As we all know, Zalando is, as you say, the starting point for fashion. Ah, oh, that's great to hear. Thank you, Priscilla. And I wonder, you know, becoming a bit more technical perhaps, how would you go about defining the target audience on Zalando with which to ride the momentum? So the target audience differs depending on the campaign and the product. Um, we have both adults and kid products. So our target audience is really everyone. But if we are looking from a targeted campaign perspective, we do approach it from a strategic, more nuanced point of view. For instance, we have a Crocs at Work line that it's um, catered towards our frontline workers. The way we push that campaign through will be significantly different from how we promote our classic platform clocks, of course. Uh, that being said, in the recent year, we have seen a shift in our customer demographic on Zalando. While we still have the loyal customer who start wearing Crocs as a house sleeper, we have also gained a significant following in a relatively newer customer who wear Crocs as a fashion statement or a form of self-expression. In Z-Types terms, Onbodies and Happy Casual are still a very important customer for us, but we are also seeing a massive opportunity in the e-poppers and street stylers. For the listeners who are not familiar with Z-Types, that's a Zalando propriety segmentation of the fashion market and is widely used by our partners and us to identify what parts of the European customer base to go after when we do campaigning. 
I wonder, Priscilla Davide, perhaps it's, it's time for us to touch upon the classic crush campaign that we opened with in the beginning. So perhaps you could tell us a bit about how you came up with the concept. So we've been talking about doing a Z Plus campaign with Zalando for over a year now. Uh, however, the timing or the product was never right. So when the crush came along, we immediately pitched it to the buyers for a Z Plus early launch campaign. Um, they loved the idea and suggested that we also collaborate with regional influencers to create exclusive gibbets packs to go along with each shoe. And as we know from earlier, the storytelling capabilities with gibbets are limitless. So pairing this launch of the bold, fun crush with influencer-created gibbets packs seemed like a no-brainer. Um, and when it came to selecting the influencers, we really wanted a diverse group of individuals who could showcase their styles and perspectives in an authentic way. Seeing as the Crush is a unisex platform shoe that comes in an array of bright colors, we always saw this product as resonating with that younger customer, the hip poppers, as Davide mentioned earlier, they were definitely our target audience for this campaign. And in terms of media plan, we wanted to meet our audience where they were. So TikTok and Instagram were obvious platforms for this activation. Sounds great. Can you tell us a bit about the creative concept? For the creative concept behind the content, um, we have to give a major shout out to the ZMS teams um, because they present us with so many great out-of-the-box ideas. It was very hard to choose, but the, the one we landed on for the on-site video campaign utilized two of our influencers, Lonnie and Trixie, and focused on creating a visual story around their gibbets packs to showcase their self-expression and identity. Co-creating assets such as the video as well as the stylized PDP page on-site and coupling it with off-site social media content allow us to approach the customer within the message of self-expression in a holistic way. From start to finish, the campaign took around uh, almost six months to plan and execute. Very nice. Thanks for tuning in to part one of our episode. Hold tight for part two, releasing in two weeks' time.